Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. We've got a sharply higher trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.07 a.m. Central Time as I record here. May corn futures up 21 and a half cents at 7.12 and a quarter. December corn up 16 at 6.23 and a quarter. May soybeans up 41 and a half cents at 16.78 and a quarter. November beans up 36 and three quarters at 14.72 and a half. May Chicago wheat up 48 cents at 9.82. May Kansas City wheat up 46 and a quarter at 9.99 and a quarter. May spring wheat up 21 and a quarter at 10.15 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. If you are watching watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, help me to grow this channel. If you guys need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan in the upper right-hand corner. Check out my subscription service, guys. Uh, morning newsletter goes out every business day about 6 a.m. Uh, my text message service, subscriber-only videos, any sort of uh, consulting that you might need. I did a subscriber-only video yesterday and ran through a uh, few different things, as a matter of fact. I talked about uh, grain marketing. I talked about trading news in an environment such as this, and I also met, uh, touched on re-ownership because I've had a lot of questions about it. So if you guys are interested in this sort of content, guys, new stuff from me every single day. To get into the headlines here this morning, let's start off with something positive. The spring insurance guarantee for soybeans is record high. The November 22 soybean contract averaged $14.33 in February, up $2.46 versus the same period last year. The guarantee for corn is the second best on record at 590, which is up $1.05 versus the same period last year. Only 2011 was better in terms of the corn guarantee. Uh, we were 601 in 2011. September spring wheat averaged 919 in February, up $2.64 from last year. That's also a record high. So uh, this is a good situation for farmers. Uh, we know that there's uh, drastically higher inputs. So this better uh, backstop in terms of crop insurance is, is absolutely a positive, but uh, it's going to be expensive. Uh, you're going to have some sticker shock. Certainly, uh, farmers will need to make these uh, crop insurance decisions here during the next couple of weeks. So the Russian invasion of Ukraine continues. Recent news reports suggest that the invasion was met with more fierce Ukrainian opposition than originally expected by Russia. Russian, Russian forces are reportedly attempting a more aggressive ground approach. Fleets of heavily armored Russian vehicles move toward large Ukrainian cities, uh, Kiev, which is the capital, and Kharkiv, which is the second largest city. Uh, this new phase that it's being called is likely to play out over several days. Ukrainian President Zelensky told his chief of staff this, Russia is actively shelling city centers, inflicting direct missile and artillery strikes at residential and government areas. Russia's goal is clear, mass panic, civilian casualties, destruction of infrastructure. Ukraine is fighting with dignity. So this whole deal continues here this morning, doesn't appear to be getting any better. Now, the economic sanctions that have been imposed on Russia are really wreaking havoc on the economy. The Russian currency is essentially collapsing versus other global currencies. Russian citizens are lining up at banks and ATMs. The West, of course, over the weekend blocked 
uh, the SWIFT payment system for some Russian banks. Russia's use of its massive foreign currency reserve has also been restricted. The U.S. immobilized assets of the Russian central bank uh, within the United States. The Biden administration estimated that that move could impact hundreds of billions of dollars of Russian funding. So exports of grain, energies, just about everything else out of Russia remains a huge unknown. Uh, global importers are, are really worried about importing anything from Russia now. Uh, they're not too sure exactly how these sanctions are going to work. They don't want to be hit with stiff fines after the fact. Uh, so it, it may very well be kind of hands off uh, Russia in regard to oil, uh, grain, everything else. Ukraine's ports will be closed until the invasion ends. The head of Ukraine's maritime administration made this announcement yesterday, adding that the port, uh, one port has sustained damage as a result of the conflict. He said this, the ports will be shut until the end of Russian aggression on our territory and we restore the ability to provide maritime security for commercial commercial vessels. Uh, he went on to say, but I think that final calculation will be done after the end of Russian aggression as there is still a great threat of landing of Russian troops through ports, which may cause great destruction of port infrastructure. So the Ukrainians believe that there's still a threat here that uh, Russian troops coming through the ports cause big destruction there. So this is a big deal. You've got uh, fears regarding, of course, export disruptions. Uh, that's uh, a given at this point. But you've also got a concern regarding spring farming activity. Uh, the Ukraine uh, wheat crop is in dormancy. It's a winter wheat crop. Um, the corn crop is typically planted in April. Is there going to be some sort of big disruption when it comes to that stuff? I mean, at this point, you've got to make the argument that there probably will be, at least to some extent. And that's a big deal. Uh, Ukraine accounts for only like three or four percent of global corn production, but they export 80% of what they produce. So they're uh, going to account for, at least according to last month's USDA report, 16 or 17% of global corn exports. And that's assuming that, uh, you know, they get a crop planted. And these are all big unknowns here. And those unknowns regarding exports, production, uh, driving this rally. Egypt canceled another wheat tender Egypt, of course, is the world's largest wheat importer. They've canceled two tenders since last Thursday. Uh, they're just not getting the offers, and the ones that they're getting are very high-priced. Uh, no offers received from their uh, typical suppliers, which are Russia and Ukraine. Only three offers in this one, France and the U.S. Uh, prices are too high. Egypt got 17 offers in a mid-February tender prior to the invasion. So uh, global buyers are going to start to look elsewhere, although I guess Egypt is not ready to pay up just yet. Brazil's soybean harvest is approaching the halfway mark. Well-followed private group AgRural estimated that the crop was 44% harvested through last Thursday versus 33% the week prior, 25% the same week last year. They estimated planting of the country soaring a second corn crop at 64%, up from 53 last week, 39 the same week last year. That uh, second corn crop, of course, accounts for about three quarters of total corn output uh, in a normal year. Uh, forecast looks pretty wet for a lot of those second corn areas. I'll talk about that here later in the week. U.S. soybean shipments declined last week. Yesterday's report revealed that uh, 735,000 metric tons of soybeans were inspected for export. That's down from uh, just over a million the week prior and about a million the same week last year. Accumulated soybean shipments for the marketing year are down 22% versus the same period last year. USDA projecting that exports in total will decline by only 9%. Um, we've seen some contra-seasonal old crop sales recently. We could certainly see some contra-seasonal old crop shipments in light of 
a uh, lighter South American crop, of course. So this is kind of a fluid situation. And we did see some additional export sales reported, uh, flash sales yesterday, 4 million bushels of old crop soybeans to an unknown destination and 5 million bushels to China for new crop delivery. The cattle market was lower yesterday, uh, marginally lower in the fat cattle and sharply lower in the feeder cattle market. Uh, cash cattle last week was kind of wide, 138 to 144. Most of it at 142. Boxes were lower yesterday. Outside markets uh, kind of messy here again this morning. The U.S. dollar is higher. Stock market is off. The S&P is down 34. Dow Jones uh, down 236 points as I speak here. Bonds up two full handles. Gold's up 23 bucks. Crude oil up $3.92 in the April WTI, 99.68 last trade. It was above 100 at one point overnight. Could very easily be by the end of the day. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you Wednesday.